millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome, friends, to another r slash am I the jerk video. If you want to help out, could you hit the like and subscribe buttons down below? That's it, our first story of the day is by an anonymous poster. Am I the jerk for telling my best friend that he's still the same insecure, chubby kid deep inside, despite becoming attractive? Me and my best friend have known each other since we were in kindergarten. Now we're both in our 20s and still hang out regularly. For some context, he was overweight throughout his childhood and teens. I never judged him, of course, because I cared about his personality more. Well, over the last three or four years, he underwent something you could call a glow-up phase. He lost weight, got into shape, and even works as a personal trainer today. He looks unrecognizable and is now considered attractive by people. Nowadays, girls constantly hit on him and he gets lots of female attention. This doesn't bother me at all since I'm not romantically interested in him. However, he is frustratingly oblivious and his personality hasn't changed much. He still doubts himself and doesn't believe that women could possibly find him attractive. I find this insecurity annoying because I just wish he felt more confident. I also find it annoying because every time we're out together, women just flock to him. At this point, I rarely enjoy spending time with him. A few days ago, he invited me to dinner at a restaurant. The waitress was clearly hitting on him, and I don't think she even registered my presence. I thought her attraction was obvious, but of course, my friend didn't realize what was going on. He just said that she's really nice. Oh yeah, just nice, totally. So at this point, I had to explain to him that she was obviously desperate for him. He denied it, and I told him that his personality hasn't changed much. He's still the same chubby, insecure kid I knew all these years, and that's never gonna change, ever. He argued that he's not the same person, but I gave him a bunch of examples as to why I think he is. At the end, we were quiet and he was visibly upset. The next day, we kind of made up because he felt bad, so things are okay-ish now. In my opinion, this was harsh, but ultimately tough love. I've been lambasted by our friends and even uninvited to a birthday party, so I'm wondering if I'm truly the jerk or if he was just too sensitive. He's always been super touchy, by the way. I definitely think OP was being a jerk here. Whether or not they feel that way about them still being the same person, the fact of the matter is they identified OP was having a low self-esteem or potentially insecure moment or just oblivious to these things and their plan of action was not to help build them up or make them more confident as a person but rather to just say these hurtful things that remind them of who they were and who they worked so hard to kind of leave in the past. Second off, I think I speak for a lot of guys when I think we're hardwired to never assume anything is like hitting on or suggestive in that way. If I was in OP shoes, I would probably be acting the same way. There's a large percentage of guys out there that, unless you literally say to their face bluntly that you're interested, they just won't get the memo. They'll think you're either being really nice or just really polite or, in this case, maybe even working really hard for a good tip as a waitress. 
Our next story is by It's Better To Be Lucky. Am I the jerk for setting a glitter trap to catch my mother-in-law trying to snoop? For some weird reason, my mother-in-law really wants to go into our bedroom whenever she comes over. On one occasion, I followed her as she went upstairs. I was going to get something for my child as the bedrooms are upstairs. And she walked past the bathroom on the main floor and up the stairs behind it. She didn't hear me and I caught her walking straight into my room and rifling through bills on my dresser. She denied snooping, even though I'd just watched her do it, and said she was going to use our bathroom because she couldn't find the other ones. She walked right past the one on the main floor and another one in the upstairs hallway to go into our bedroom. Since that happened, I installed an exterior doorknob that requires a key on our bedroom door and one on the door to our office slash spare bedroom. However, she's still forgetting where the bathroom is and trying the bedroom and office door. This really ticks me off. My husband says that I just get annoyed at this because everything she does drives me crazy. And since we put locks on the rooms we don't want her in, there isn't really a problem anymore. Well, over the holidays, we had my in-laws over for dinner, and before they came, I was searching for the bedroom keys. We hadn't used them in a while, since we only lock the doors when mother-in-law comes over. My husband told me we didn't need to lock the doors, since she wouldn't try to get into the rooms and I insisted that she would because she loves to snoop. We went back and forth and decided to cover the doorknobs in super fine glitter to see if she tried them. I did this once before when my husband didn't believe me about the snooping to prove she'd been in the rooms. Last time she ignored the glitter and we didn't say anything about it, but then my husband couldn't deny that she'd tried to snoop. So this time, I cover the knobs in glitter, and for the office, went a touch further and rigged a little folder of glitter over the door to the office before the in-laws came over. I left one side unlocked, French doors, and it was set so if you walked in the room, you would get covered in glitter. Husband goes out of his way to show his mom the main floor bathroom when they got here, and specifically asks his parents and sister not to go upstairs. There's a baby gate so the kids can't get upstairs either. Well, guess who had to go to the bathroom and got covered in glitter and had it all over their hands and hair? She completely lost it and started screaming at me, so I yelled back, and now my husband's saying I went too far, and I'm the jerk. Mother-in-law also says I'm the jerk, but sister-in-law says I didn't do anything wrong, and mother-in-law deserved it for snooping. Father-in-law is Switzerland. Apparently her car is ruined now too because it's covered in glitter that she can't get cleaned up. So am I the jerk? I don't think Opie's the jerk. The fact of the matter is they explicitly said not to go upstairs and showed them exactly where the bathroom is. They gave ample warning to mother-in-law not to go upstairs. OP explained to their husband that they don't trust mother-in-law and that they're going to try these doors. So surprise when they try the doors and get caught red-handed or glitter-handed. It just stands to validate everything OP's saying for such a long time. They're not a jerk for setting up a glitter trap for somebody trying to snoop in an area they were explicitly told not to go to. Our next story is by QuickThrow343. Am I the jerk for not saving dinner for my girlfriend and causing her to go to bed hungry? I, male 28, have been with my girlfriend, female 29, for 14 months. We're struggling with money issues right now with me being the sole income earner. My girlfriend used to eat restaurant food either by going out or ordering takeout, but ever since she lost her job, she couldn't do it anymore. I cook twice a week and keep leftovers for busy days since my job is physically demanding and time consuming. My girlfriend eats my cooking but hates eating leftovers. 
In the past, she'd eat out while I eat the leftovers, but now since money's tight, eating out is no longer affordable? My girlfriend hates that and she's lost weight since she'd rather go hungry than eat leftovers. Don't know why she feels so strongly about it. Onto the conflict, last night I came home late from work and started reheating leftovers for dinner. My girlfriend came into the kitchen asking if I was cooking, but I said no since I already have leftovers ready to eat. She got upset and said that we should really limit eating leftovers and just leave this type of food for hobos and broke college students. I just shrugged and she left the kitchen in a hurry. She came back after I got done eating and looked at me asking where was her dinner plate. I said I didn't save her any food because I assumed since it's leftovers, she wouldn't want to eat it. She had a full on tantrum about how selfish and inconsiderate I was to not save her some food and that she would be going to bed hungry because of me assuming crap. I had an argument with her in which I said that she was acting childish. And she looked shocked that I spoke to her this way and yelled that I did this deliberately to prove a point and that I should have cooked in the first place to avoid having her eat leftovers. But now even leftovers are gone and she was hungry. She ended up going to bed hungry and cold shouldered me for hours because of it. So first off, I don't think OP's the jerk, but let me address the thing that I think everybody that hears or reads this story is going to say. Why can't she cook anything for herself? And who says that leftovers are for broke college students or hobos? I feel like if you ask most people, there's a lot of leftovers that people really, really enjoy. What about people who meal prep? Is people who cook things, then put it in containers and ration it over the week considered hobos? I feel like OP's partner should feel lucky that OP's even willing to cook for them, apparently in a situation where OP's the only one cooking. This next story is by Novellas1. Am I the jerk for continuing to read when my husband and dad came into the room? Yesterday, my dad came over to speak privately to my husband, so I did what I usually do when I'm alone in the evenings and read my book. At some point, they both came into the room I was in. Neither of them said a word, so I didn't realize they wanted to speak with me, so I just kept reading. Honestly, I could kind of feel a weird tension in the room, but I chalked it up to them having a disagreement, which is common, and not because of something I was doing wrong. However, my husband finally got fed up and asked me in an angry tone if I was going to put my book down. I told him I would in a second since I'd almost finished the chapter. That was a mistake because he got even angrier and told me to put it down now. I did and my dad lectured me about how rude I was for continuing to read when I had a guest over who needed to talk to me about something important. Am I the jerk? I don't think OP's the jerk. This just seems really petty. They walked into the room. You were reading a book. They should have said, hey, can I have a second? I need to talk to you. I think just one second I'm almost done is a fair request. Unless this discussion is literally of the moment, waiting 30 seconds or a minute for them to finish up and come to a stopping point isn't unreasonable. What do you guys think? Is the fact that OP said, I'm almost done with my chapter, just give me a minute. Is that rude? Or do you think that's understandable? I'd like to know what you guys think. This next story is by Phoenix78912. Am I the jerk for fighting for full custody and not letting the kids out of state? My soon-to-be ex, 31-year-old male, has always been an upstanding father. In July, he started a new job that requires him to travel eight months out of the year. While on the road, he informed me he was in love and left me for a 20-year-old. In the last 15 weeks, he's only seen his kids 12 days. 
Now that we're in the process of negotiating custody, he is demanding visitation during the summer in whatever state he's in, and the kids, one and five years old, travel with him while he works. He's also requesting that I fly them out once a month for weekends and I must stay in a hotel. Am I the jerk for not wanting my kids to chase him across the country for his affection their whole life? Should I make every effort to let my kids see their father and travel state to state on school breaks? I am so uncomfortable with this, but if I don't, my kids never get to see their dad. On the other hand, they need stability and to see their father make every effort to be in their life. Now, not every situation's the same, but if it was me, as much as I probably would want to go spend time with my father and be with my father all that time, I would think I would do a lot better with that stability of being in a place that you know is where you were living, not having to worry about what schooling is like, doing homeschooling on the road, being able to make friends that live nearby you and being able to visit them, and not just be constantly on the move, not really being able to make any friends of any kind unless it's online. And I also think it's a bit ridiculous to expect somebody to fly their kids to the other parent on a regular basis. It sucks because they're a good father and they want to be in their lives, but with the traveling, I don't really think that's very possible. And our final story of the day is by Fruit and Boot. Am I the jerk for aggressively telling a family member to stop calling my infant sexy? I have a four and a half month old daughter and a family member in their 70s of ours has been commenting on my daughter's pictures on social media. One of the pictures was of her smiling and being propped up. Family member comments that my daughter looks sexy. I deleted the photo because I was so disgusted, told my mom about it, and she agreed that it was really odd. I'm not really close with this person, but they are family, so I have them kind of on standby so that they can see what's happening in our lives. I made another post, and again, this individual chooses to use sexy to describe my daughter. Specifically, that she has sexy roles that the boys will love. I called my mom and said that I was going to tell them off. She said to go ahead. Well, I was pretty upset and ended up raising my voice to say that if they keep sexualizing my daughter, that I am done with whatever relationship we have. They said that they're doing nothing wrong but having some innocent fun and that I'm choosing to take the comments the wrong way just to start a fight. I said that this is the end of the discussion and hung up. I deleted this person off of all social media and my mom thinks I'm right. My aunt, closer to this family member, called me tonight though and said that I need to apologize and that it's not the person's fault and that the comments are from another time when things were different because this person's older. Apparently it's unfair for me to cut this person out of my life who I've never really been close to other than the bloodline and that I need to let them see photos and updates still on social media. What the freak? I refuse to do this. Am I really the jerk here? I suppose part of me thinks that they could be suffering from some sort of dementia, but I don't know. So first off, let me say that I think OP's definitely not the jerk. And even if this is, which I don't think it really is, but if it was from an older time where people and things were different, even back then saying a four and a half month old has sexy roles that the boys will love, is undeniably creepy. I don't really care if it was from a different time. The fact of the matter is, now is now, and that is weird as heck. When confronted and warned that that's not okay and that they should control themselves in that regard, they fought it. So, no, I think OP's not the jerk, and they had every right to do what they did. 
What do you guys think? Let me know. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories.